Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 463. My name is Eric Nelson, and with me today in the studio, John White. John, how are you doing today? Doing really well, Eric. Uh, as usual, the Color of the Bay report, it is a sunny day in the Bay, so it was a uh, like a mild uh, blue-green, uh, but you know we're just coming off some uh, pretty severe rain, so there's muddy flecks. Um, but overall, very happy with weather in the Bay today. Yeah, it's been a little bit chilly. Got chilly. that cold, clear weather we get in uh, February where there's not, not a lot of rain sometimes, but uh, very sunny and warm. A good time to get out to Tahoe and get sunburned. That's what I mean. <laughs> Just get up on those slopes. and uh, it's, it's sunny and nice in the West, but boy, it'll burn you quick. So. Yeah, I still have not done that. Yes. All right. Well, on this show today, uh, we're going to be talking about VMUG. Uh, so we're coming into the new year. A lot of planning is going on. The VMUG uh, Council is going to be at VMware, uh, I think, February 22nd. I think that's right. And so, you know, we're getting feedback from the community around, you know, what they did right this year, what they did wrong this year. So me and John and uh, Corey, we're going to ch- chat with each other. We have Valis here who gets, uh, does a lot of VMUG throughout uh, Latin America uh, and a couple other members. We're just going to talk about uh, what VMUG did right in 2018 and uh, what we'd like, what feedback we'd like to give them for 2019 to make VMUG even better. So that's the topic for today. But before we get to uh, those things and uh, maybe talk about the schedule of VMUGs and that, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's been happening in the news ar- around the world. And so the first thing that I have is uh, Sanjay Poonin. Uh, has been showing up everywhere. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it on uh, video uh, or on social, but Sanjay Poonin is our COO. Uh, some people say he might be the heir apparent to Pat. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I have heard those rumors around. But the point is Sanjay runs the customer operations, runs Salesforce, marketing reports into Sanjay. He's a great guy. He has a really good talk around uh, uh, responsible leadership that he mm. does. Uh, mm-hmm. But he also is talking about uh, cloud. So he was on Mad Money, uh, I think, uh, on 0115, so on January 15th. He was on Mad Money with Jim Cramer. I don't know if you guys watched that show on cable television where Jim Cramer does, does all the investment counseling and that. Yep. Uh, so a really good uh, appearance there. In fact, if you guys get a chance, it's on C- uh, CNBC. Uh, you can go to cnbc.com slash video slash 2019 slash 01 slash 15 and then it's slash VMware-COO-Dell-VMware, et cetera, et cetera. You can go search for that guy. Um, it's a really good interview. Sanjay talks about uh, cloud, where cloud's going, hybrid cloud, but he does it in a, in a really articulate way. And so that's out on social. People have been retweeting it. Uh, I'll put that link in the chat so people that are interested in uh, watching that. I would recommend it. I I tend to watch his stuff just to see how well he's doing, and we 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 do social around what Sanjay's doing. Sure. But that Mad Money interview is, is is it's only like a 10 minute interview, but he really articulated the reason hybrids glo- growing, the reason VMware's still growing. I, th- I thought it was a really good interview explaining, you know, the IoT. Um, Pulse, uh, IoT, edge computing, how it comes into your own data center versus cloud. And he basically says, because everything is so connected now, um, the, the, the message was so many devices are going to be connected. You're going to need more on-prem data center. You're going to need more cloud services. You're going to need everything. Right, right. And right. 
And VMware has got the information highway across all of those, right? We have things that run in your data center, things that run in the cloud, things that run out uh, on the edge. And so we're building an infrastructure to do all three. And uh, who else is there that competes like this? So yeah, it's really good. It's really interesting. I think probably Jim, you know, I think when I've seen him interview Sanjay in the past, because sometimes he comes out to the Bay and does that, you know, we get these uh, questions, you know, which is, um, hey, you know, five years ago, people were saying, you know, vSphere or, you know, ESXi, the hypervisor, you know, the sales on that were kind of done and they're going to start shrinking and, you know, VMware is going to start receding from prominence. Wait, why has that why has that not happened? And Sanjay has some, you know, very, very interesting and, as you said, articulate ways of talking about, you know, the persistence and, you know, the vibrancy of VMware as a company. Yeah, and and then they talked a little bit about Michael Dell and, uh, you know, Michael Dell being a visionary and, uh, and, and how we play as kind of this neutral party across hardware and software vendors, right, and that, um, that, that but that, you know, Jim Cramer has obviously interviewed Michael Dell on these subjects, and it was kind of just interesting at the end of that, too, to listen to the Michael Dell perspective hmm. uh, of owning VMware but not messing up VMware, right? So, <laughs> so, so that was also good. So good interview there. Um, other things in the news, Sanjay Poon is, is now at the uh, World Economic Forum in Davos. Uh, Switzerland. Oh yeah. Uh, so we've got representation there, and I think Sanjay's there, but I think other VMware executives are also there. Yeah, basically promoting the same message, which is the cloud, international cloud, cloud everything. You know, on-prem, off-prem. You know, uh, edge, edge cloud, uh, telco cloud. So uh, there's another article out there that uh, I, it's a Yahoo interview, so it's it's out there, but. I don't find it as interesting, right? I find that one is more like a, it's a cloud for, for dummies huh. right? where he does a super high level. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is what virtualization is. This, <laughs> is. this is what we're doing in the world, et cetera. So. It, it actually makes me wonder if uh, VMware goes to Davos every year um, or if this is the first time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I This is the first time we as a social media team have been exposed to it mm-hmm. right? um, and, and actually gotten corporate comms involved and uh, knowing who the executives are and then uh, reaching out and exposing kind of the executives of what they're doing. So this is the first one I've seen it. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there you go. So then, uh, yeah, ne- next thing is uh, obviously VMUG is, uh, is planning uh, to, you know, look, to have their leadership conference here in the Bay Area and at VMware, and uh, they're they're going to be February 22nd. So we've been talking a lot about that. Uh, other things that are in the news, Corey, uh, maybe you know me and you can chat a little bit about this before we get into VMUG, which is VExpert and VMworld. Uh, so the VMworld team has been doing some advanced planning, as a lot of times they do, but they're really actually engaging with us pretty early this year uh, to look mm-hmm. at what vExperts could do for VMworld mm-hmm. and uh, how to integrate uh, everyone better from community. So that's actually, we had some pretty interesting meetings around what we could be doing with vExperts and you know the whole VMTN, vBrown bag you know, sessions. I think we finally gotten their attention mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in that they've yeah. come by our booth and it's super crowded, right? And so we've had good meetings there. Yeah, the this past uh, year in Las Vegas, um, you know, it kind of uh, really peaked out for me. I remember the year before, I was like, oh, wow, this is really happening. And then, you know, this 
past year, 2018, I spent, I would say, a bulk of the time that I was on the floor was kind of out and around and, you know, around the VM village. And man, oh, man, like that, that is where the movers and shakers were, were going. Yep. They, 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 we got their attention and they are now looking at maybe doing more with us, uh, maybe funding a, a little bit more, right, instead of just all coming out of our, my budget, but mm-hmm. uh, actually, you know, funding it as part of the event. So that, that, would, that would be good. Corey, uh, I think there was a couple things that we, they talked to us about around engaging with the experts, right, and, and focused uh, on quality content around sessions, right? So I think there right. was yeah. uh, some, some way to, if I remember right, some way of, uh, getting the experts to uh, participate in you know session uh, selection right um, and mm-hmm. also session evangelism right mm-hmm. so that uh, the v experts could get you know kind of an inside track on what the what the key uh, sessions were going to be from the community right for and 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 if I remember right like how do we build tracks of knowledge that then v experts could uh, engage with and and promote and have dialogue around, and so building some more community function into that, uh, into these tracks of sessions, and also this uh, improving session quality in general. Getting some of the community to give us feedback before the show on what they think the session mix is. Right. So I think especially interesting would be part of session selection. You know, once you sit in on the selection process your chances of, you know, actually submitting a session successfully go way, way up when you see, yeah. you know, what goes uh, into the uh, mix. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, yeah. So that was interesting. Um, and so they are, Corey, I know we're right in the middle of 2019 view expert apps, but uh, sounds like there's going to be a deeper engagement with the VMworld team and the experts this year. Yes, they will. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, this 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 will be really, really, really good for the V experts. Absolutely. Right. Uh, question for you: Where are you on applications for V experts? As long as we're on that topic. So, yeah. So we're right now in the uh, the pre-voting phase, which is what we do. Is we uh, applications are currently open. People are still allowed to go back and edit their applications. And so we're in the pre-voting phase. So a couple of us will go in and look at the applications, make some notes. Uh, we don't make any final decisions in there until we actually close applications and no one can edit their applications. And we'll end up doing that um, here shortly, and then our announcement will be uh, end of February. Okay, and a question for you. So, so apps end shortly. Do you have a date, or is it just shortly? <laughs> well, like 3 o'clock today. <laughs> no, it's, it's the end, end of January. I, I don't remember those date off the top of my head. I'm bringing it up right now, actually. Okay. And within seven days here, it's going to be done. So, yeah, uh, get your apps in if you're going to do that. You have the sample apps that are there. So if you're trying to figure out whether you're uh, good enough to be part of the in the program, go look at the sample app. Um, that's Tony Foster's app uh, that we put up there so that people can see what yeah. a really good app yeah, the exact dates for applications. So applications are going to close on February 8th, and then at the end of yes. February, we'll have everything wrapped up. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. So uh, that's, that's where that's at. So get drops in, uh, and then voting will happen in February, and hopefully we'll be on time for an announcement. So uh, that works. Yeah, Eric. Yes. 
Now, okay. Uh, by now, yeah. By now, we have more than than thirteen thousand applications, and we we are waiting for more. So yeah, people I, who are I, I don't forget. I would assume to apply. you mean thirteen hundred, not thirteen thousand. Thirteen hundred. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, thirteen hundred. Have you guys been able to see the quality of the applications? Did the sample app help anyone? I wonder if, uh, if you've looked at any of them or not. But uh, hopefully, that's that's the case. Yeah, we're actually seeing. Uh, well, yeah, we we see a good mix, but we actually are seeing. I'm personally seeing uh, an increase on detail in the applications this year over last year. Absolutely. Good, 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 good. Um, so all right, so we're, we're on our way. And then I have heard rumors, you know, and then we'll 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 finish up with the VExpert conversation here that uh, the VExpert Pro program is working well as well. I've heard from VExperts or people that are submitting that they have reached out to the expert pros to get advice and uh, guidance. So, uh, Val, this year, I know you've been uh, driving the expert pro program. Um, is this starting to get a little traction now so people that want to learn about the experts can, uh, can find a expert pro in their region and then get, get, you know, get guidance on what, how to be a expert? Yes, that, that's it, Eric. Uh, lots of the expert pros, they're approaching me and giving the feedback that people are really uh, engaging with them and asking for guidance or about how to apply and what to add to the application. So uh, I'm I'm really happy. Good, good. All right. Well, it'll be an interesting it'll be an interesting year, 1300, and I'm sure that we'll we'll get some more in and uh, and go from there. We got the VCDXs, also those guys drop into the program. So good. Moving on. Uh, VMUG. So VMUG, uh, you know, we we want to have Ann Johnson come join us. Uh, she couldn't make it today, but we're going to get her in. She is the director of uh, of liaison between the VMUG program, which is a community-run kind of uh, program. They have a community-voted uh, leadership model, uh, and and then we have obviously uh, an interaction between VMware and VMUG. I know we we fund them to a you know, tune of a couple million dollars a year. I don't know what the exact number is. Uh, but Ann Johnson then manages that relationship. Um, and then we have, I think, a board of, of the X number of board members, 15 board members or whatever they are. VMware has just a single member or two on the board uh, that then helps run that. So it is fairly independent. Um, but then we get, uh, we get you know, obviously community, everybody enjoys an engagement with them. Uh, we give them feedback on how the, how the year is going, what we're hearing from uh, VMUGs. And last year, they set their goals to actually have uh, more VMUGs that are more meeting-oriented and less marketing-driven. So I know that was their goal last year. Interesting. What does that mean? Uh, the feedback from the year before was, the meetings were pretty much being hijacked or, you know, influenced by vendors, right? Oh, so, uh, so fewer um, vendor uh, presentations and maybe more member presentations? Yeah, that's right. That's okay. right. And uh, uh, Michelle Laverick, uh, for, for a couple of years, built a little a group that was really a how to become a VMUG speaker 
training group, mm-hmm. right? a, a little sub-community that Michelle ran that basically tried to train people how to do a presentation because a lot of IT practitioners are not evangelists, not uh, extroverts, and so uh, feel kind of like they have something to say but aren't qualified. So that has always been uh, an easy thing for a, a VMUG group to do is to just rely on vendors because vendors have presentations, they're good at presentations, and when you're scheduling a meeting, it's just easy to call in a couple of vendors and have them do some presentations, as opposed to recruit you know, members to actually have conversations, which then kind of spun up the V-beers. You know, if you guys have heard <laughs> of V-beers, right? Um, V-beers spun up in the, the notion that, well, we want to just get together and chat, right? And well, beer is a good way to go get a beer and chat in an informal environment where you're not going to a VMUG and just listening to a, a, a vendor presentation on a given technology. And so I think VMUG was trying to reinvent themselves or at least dial the needle over into the, the notion of more uh, membership uh, contributions, more membership conversations, and less about selling slots and making money that was another thing was mm-hmm. how many of the bigger uh you know yearly events do they have in the cities and those are slots are sold to vendors right and the com- little mini conferences i forget the name of those events they have also were being uh, sold so uh and you know yeah that that's kind of the um that's what they were trying to dial uh back and what we were curious of and, and maybe Valdesir, maybe uh i don't know if you're seeing this in brazil but ha, you know have you seen this start to change any what's your impressions when you're going to vmug events i know you've been to a couple of them uh i know i went this year to the silicon valley you know big event but i haven't been to the Sil- silicon valley small event meeting uh, what's your impression there? Okay, uh, here we ha- we have a kind of a different situation as you have in US, because here we don't have so many sponsors to to help us to to make to put the, the meetings. So we need to mostly to rely to the, the community. So we, we we do this kind of things to train people how to make a PowerPoint deck, a slide deck, and how to speak in front of people and so most of the the uh the meetings here are are, are the presentations are made by by the the community i can say that like 70 percent are community and the rest is of these film vendors right all right all right well yeah that's that's good and that that might just be because corporations don't have budgets to fund smaller events but in the u.s i see in the chat um we did get some feedback. I won't call out who's mentioning it. That um, our local VMUG is just vendors and, and VMware employees, right? So right. Uh, you get VMware employees to come do the presentations. You get VMUG to come do the present. Uh, sorry, you get uh, vendors to come do presentations, but you don't get the actual members themselves to g- get out and start talking with each other. Yeah. So I su- I support a local VMUG um, as a VMware representative you know, to talk to the local leaders. And um, that's not the only VMUG that I went to. I attended several. And I have to say in 2018, I didn't go to a single VMUG where it was members giving the talk. It was all vendors. Um, so that's, yeah. you know, yeah. my unofficial, you know, that's not, you know, that's, 
a representative of like me going to six meetings. So, um, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Well, and I know we had this conversation last year, right? So last year we definitely Mm -hmm. had the, the message was kind of received, right? Right. Like, uh, we actually had some community members that were going like, we're going to create our own VMUG. So we're going to go create our own community where, you know, we can meet. And, and I think VBeers was a little, a little bit of that. I don't mm-hmm. think it was intentional, but it is kind of that thing where, hey, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing value here because all I'm getting is, you know, going and listening to vendors pitch their software. Yeah, I have to say that I'm a little bit... Um like I, I, I'm sympathetic to the, the you know, VMUG leadership, right? When you are going to a restaurant and renting an event space, that costs money, right? So unless you ask for the members to pay, you know, dues above and beyond what they're paying, you know, for a v, free VMUG membership, um, which is nothing, right? Um, how, how does the whole thing get funded? You know, is the idea that, you know, VMware, which is, you know, trying to stay a little bit at arm's length from, you know, VMUG as an organization is putting the bill for the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I think there might there might be some value in that. Or can you do a ratio? Can you do two vendor presentations and uh, and three uh, membership presentations? And then what do you do if the members aren't stepping up? You know, if if they're not interested, you know, everybody's interested in not being marketed to, um, but you know, it's fewer people that are interested in stepping up and putting together like a use case or a presentation and, and taking the risk. So, you know, at least for the, the leadership, you know, that I support, I, I told them any help that I could give them to, you know, um, sponsor or train or, you know, copy edit or, you know, be a test audience for, for members doing presentations, you know, that was, I'm happy to do that. Um, and, you know, but not, again, not everybody has that support. So I think, uh, Michelle Laverick and, and the group that she was putting together, you know, that in the past, that's just been incredibly valuable. And, you know, how, where, where do you start, right? It's, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And the, the other thing is that to, I, I sympathize with the leadership too, because sometimes, you know, this isn't your day job, right? So yeah. I'm not uh, necessarily running around needing. Now, one of the things that strikes me is that maybe there's a role for the experts here, right? Mm-hmm. Where, if we actually ask the experts to go do presentations at their VMUGs, mm-hmm. right, they would probably go do that, right? Yeah. It just hasn't probably occurred to them to, hey, because that's the other thing from outside. If you're kind of evangelist, you don't think that, hey, maybe VMUGs would really appreciate me coming and doing a talk, right? I've written these blog articles. It would be easy for me to make some slides and come in and talk about what I experienced. But, right. Um, I think maybe there's an opportunity there for us to build kind of a, a V expert channel where the V experts could come, you know, and get out now that they've done a blog article, where have you actually gone and presented it, co-presented a, at a, at a V mug. Right. 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 Um, because it is, you know, if you're running an IT shop and you want to get together and watch a presentation, you don't really want to build a presentation. Right? <laughs> uh, one, you might be an introvert or you're scared of it. Mm-hmm. Two, you might not feel like you're qualified, but then, Three, you know, you just don't have time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got, got a lot of other things to do. And maybe you're just looking for an afternoon off, right? And <laughs> if I go to a VMUG, I get to go, I get to take uh, an afternoon off. Well, so. I mean, I would encourage people who don't feel qualified or, you know, don't feel like they have the personality to necessarily do it to try, you know. And I think one of the fears that people have is like, well, you know, I haven't done anything like this before. And, you know, what if I'm bad at it? And, 
And I would say, you know, to that, don't worry, because the first time you do it, you'll definitely be bad at it, right? So let's get the bad out of the way, maybe in practice sessions and, you know, private feedback and, and you know, get you some help so that, you know, you can be better. And honestly, this is a job skill, right? If you want to be better at your job, be, get, learn to do presentations to groups of people, you know, because if you're pitching a project, if you're pitching a point of view on, in, you know, um, you know, in a direction that you think your IT department should go in, um, you need to be able to, to stand up in front of a group of people and say, here's my point of view, here's my supporting evidence, here's what I think we should do, and, and then sit down, you know, in a very concise, you know, uh, persuasive way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree that uh, um, it, we can, you know, I think Michelle and them were trying to do that, get yeah. everybody, you know, trained on how to do this. And it's also just uh, the other thing that it, that is, it's, it's almost like a, a, a cultural vibe. I look at uh, the events uh, page on VMUG, right, and they're listing that they run 150 major events. And so how much is VMUG creating a kind of a, a culture around the big event yeah. versus the V beers kind of conversational things, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you get too much of the big, you know, vibe going, then, you know, that tends to make people think that I'm not qualified to go right. have a conference. To, you know, to, to make, make you feel like you're going to a conference and, you know, if there's a, you know, you know, 400 people showing up, then maybe I'm not the right, right person to do it. And maybe that isn't the, the right time to do it your very first time. You know, but the meeting of 30 people that come for lunch and it's all the people that you know, um, you know, maybe that is the right group. And, you know, maybe another thing is to emphasize a little bit more of the, the networking and, and actually building that community out of those 30 people that you see every other month or every third month or, you know, you know twice a year and, and make that an actual, you know, friendly group, you know, community that's supportive. And, uh, you know, maybe your next job is going to come out of that group. Maybe... You know, the, the people whose person is going to write you a recommendation is going to come out of the group, right? So there's a lot of things that we could do there. Yeah, that's a, that's what I would say. And, uh, I, you know, just going kind of uh, looking through their website and looking at, you know, what they, what they are doing, the user cons is the mm-hmm. name there. It's like how many user cons versus how many meetings and, you know, and, wh- and what's, what's the, what is, what are the, what's the VMUG, uh, org actually focused on how much revenue do they need to make on the user cons and sponsorships versus you know providing a, a space where people can meet and 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 have conversations. And sure. That 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 the idea that you have to get a facility, you have to then either pay for a facility or have somebody in the membership offer up a facility probably changes how much how much sponsorship they actually have to have yeah. per mm-hmm. event. Right. So. That probably gets into well, it as well. Well, let me say this. You know, tweet at me, you know, DM me, at VJourneyman on Twitter. If you have a, uh, an idea, you know, for a uh, VMUG uh, a presentation and you don't feel confident or comfortable doing it, um, you know, I, I would be happy to, to offer up help. Um, and I will do that until I am booked up. And I'll let you know if I'm booked up. But until that point, you know, feel free to reach out to me and maybe it's you know i'll i'll try to scale that and maybe i'll say oh you know i know a person who's local to you who can help you out um but you know if i can act as a clearing space for that i'd be happy to 
So uh, the Probish, um, he's, he's the login user, says in chat, we are, we are lucky in London. We always have at least one user session per meeting, often more. That's so, amazing. So it is interesting. I don't know if he's on audio or not. I know he's in chat, but I, I would ask him, like, do you think, what are they doing differently there versus uh, other people in chat are going, like, yeah, we haven't had a user <laughs> talk in a, in a while. I'm wondering what makes London... Um, special other than Michelle Laverick is there and maybe sure. it is the membership that has has, has engaged there uh, with regard to getting users to actually feel like they can go chat, chat, talk, schedule themselves. Might also be maybe a little bit of VMUG leadership training, mm-hmm. right, to, to encourage their membership to, you know, submit talks, right, or, right. you know, just come up and talk about something because they they really control the agenda as well absolutely it's the local leadership that's really doing a lot of that work and and sometimes it's a culture thing too right once you have you know three meetings in a row where a user you know somebody that you know you know just stood up and you know maybe even had like two or three slides and and just very casually and informally talked about something that they did and it it just is empowering you know as part of a group when that happens and you go oh well maybe i could do that And maybe I'm not going to be that good, you know, the first time, but, you know, I saw that person do it, you know, once every six months until they got to be actually pretty good at it. And maybe that's an arc that I can, you know, uh, a path that I can walk down. So it occurs to me, too, that maybe there's a a VMUG leadership training piece here where they, the VMUG leadership, if VMUG, not corporate leadership, but, you know, the local leaders have to have a a way to look and say, okay, I want to recruit 50% to be mm-hmm. talks from local community members, right? So almost like a community training right. uh, module that says, here's what it means to make sure your meetings don't fall into the trap of just, you know, higher bringing in corporate, corporate talks. Right. Um, because I've noticed that when I've been running communities for a while, um, and I run different communities external, I run charity stuff, and I do things outside of VMware, um, not for profit. But uh, And what I find is once I set them up, get them running, they're really running, they're exciting, and I hand them off to some new leadership, uh, you come back three, four years later, and it has dribbled down to the most easiest thing that they could do, right? Yeah. Uh, so instead of having a barbecue and, and making hamburgers and chicken for the event, they'll hire food trucks, right? right. Why? Right. Because it was slightly easier, right? right? And somebody didn't want to have to deal with going and renting the charcoal things from the local guys and, and, and then recruiting some of the members to flip the burgers. And, gotta, right. and mm-hmm. so eventually it just drifts back to the, the least common denominator of having a meeting, right? right? Uh, which is, look, we can hire that out. We can get this. We can get a, a vendor to come in and actually do the presentation. Uh, and uh, we go, go. I think uh, in, in chat, uh, they're mentioning uh, that, um, you know, we do get VMware people to come and speak at VMA, uh, mm-hmm. uh, user group meetings. And I think that's okay, right? Like, I think having a couple of v- VMware people come in, like Alan Renouf, or Frank Deneman, or others who really are experts on a given subject are kind of nice to have. They're not well, they are selling VMware software, so technically they are a vendor, but I think it's <laughs> slightly a different category. Um, and so having a, a key vendor come in and talk on a subject isn't a bad thing, or having an expert come in, but it's just making sure you have that, that mix right? Right. Uh, that, that actually uh, would be useful. And, 
and I, I, I think that's okay. Having some of us come in uh, now and then to debug. So it gets expensive for VMware to be shipping people. It's not a sustainable model. So again, getting back to that community leadership training, right, for the local VMUGs, this is the pitfalls to stay away from, right? right? Don't do the least common denominator, which is go find the local vendors who want to come talk and give you a sponsorship. It's right? more work. I mean, right. you know, candidly, and, you know, being a local leader is a ton of work. Um, I, I've seen the work done, it, and I don't envy it, right? And that's, you know, an extra 20 hours in a month on top of your 40-hour-a-week job, right? right? So, um, I, again, all my and sympathies. I, I even look at uh, VMUG a little bit, and maybe I'll, I'll, when we talk to Ann Johnson, we'll, we'll give her some of that feedback, although I think we can only influence these guys, sure. you know, because mm-hmm. we're just an influencer. Um, which is they fall, vmug.org falls into the least common denominator as well. It's easy to run big online uh, user cons mm-hmm. and make a lot of money at it, right? Because, it's, you know, you just it, that's an easy thing to scale, right? Mm. It's a lot more work to make sure all your little vmug meetings are getting community yeah. participation. Absolutely. That doesn't scale as easily. You have to build an org. But that, to me, is what vmug is supposed to be doing, sure. right, is to be running these great community meetings in each city, right? Um, you also have to, like, yeah. be sensitive to what the local um, membership wants, right? So if I'm a member who goes to a meeting every other month or every third month, I don't necessarily, what if I don't want to do anything? You know, I want things to be better, but I don't want to do any work. Well, that's that's not necessarily fair, right? Do you have five hours a month that you can help out the leadership committee with? Right. If it's, you know, leader or co-leader, can you donate five hours of your time? You know, is that going to benefit your company somehow? And can you get your company to, you know, let you do that Um, maybe during work hours? Um, And if enough people are interested in growing that experience of that local meeting, then that's where they take off. And if nobody cares except the the one or two co-leaders and they're swamped, then that's when things are going to go to that least common denominator. Yeah, that's true. And and I have heard from a couple when we have VMworld and we're you know ha- having tweet ups or meeting with community members, uh, we do get VMUG leaders who come in and go, yeah, I ran it for two years, I burn out, and I couldn't find anybody else uh, to take uh, take up the the reins, and yep. so it kind of turns into an auto on autopilot. And yep. on autopilot is vendors pay for things and come in and do presentations. Right. 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 And then you don't really, you have, it's not really a community meeting as much as it is just a, a regional meeting where right. you, can, you can get together. Um, regional networking and marketing. Yeah. Team meet, yeah. Yeah. Together. Exactly. Regional uh, marketing meeting. And then, uh, and I, I also noticed that VMUG, if, if you go to their website and look around, they fall into the, in, to some, you know, traps of the, you know, right on the front page, VMUG user con, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's their number one thing, sure. which, you know, is it a user conference or what is that? Right. And yeah. is it VMUG meetings and how much are the, is the corporate world kind of seeing the big dollars in their, sure. in their eyes going, okay, we, we, we want to run these big events and everybody's in the event business now. Right. Yeah. Um, I have to say, you know, cause you know, naturally some people see that as a way of, of funding the organization, right? Um, I have to say that maybe one of the pieces of feedback that we could give them is maybe a, like a vendor feedback form. Um, I saw, you know, a number of different vendor presentations. One of them really stood out to me where 
two-thirds, maybe 75% of the, the presentation had nothing to do with the vendor's products. It was completely about new technology, what was on the horizon, why you should care about this, you know, things that you need to keep in mind. The last 25% was kind of, oh, and this is what we've done with it, right? This is, this is our take on it. But the, right. first, you know, the first part of it was you know, completely nothing to do with their individual products. It was kind of, right. hey, you know, as a storage vendor, and they said, this is what's on the horizon for storage. Um, this is why you need to, to care about it. And it was terrific. And I would say, if that's the kind of vendor that you can get, that's a terrific meeting. You know, so maybe if you have only vendors giving talks, but they're all, you know, extremely educational and aren't necessarily, you know, focused on that vendor's products, then, then that's, you know, maybe a slightly different uh, situation. But that's not what my experience was. Yeah. So. Yeah, in my experience at the Silicon Valley meeting, uh, the, the user con that we went to, and uh, you give them that feedback as well, is that it was 99% either VMware speakers or vendors, right? Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And and that was that was that was the lay of the land. They didn't have any kind of forum or you know structure in the event to allow the community people to actually meet and to engage and to have those smaller conversations that teach you things besides what I can go, you know, Google a vendor pitch and go watch it on YouTube anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so interesting, in, interesting there. Not saying that uh, a lot of what they do isn't good. People love, you sure, know, yeah. you know, a lot of people go, they add value. Uh, I talk about it from just a pure community perspective, right? Like what we do at VMworld where you have, all of the, the VMTNV brown bag talks are all individual presentations. Yep. There are no vendor presentations. Same thing with the code pre- sessions we do. They're all individuals talking mm-hmm. about a topic, right? So um, some of that uh, I, I'd like to see VMUG, you know, because we don't really have any other mechanism at the company to create, you know, Meet at meeting times, right? For right. for users, right? So V mugs are supposed to be those meeting times for users to share stories, to share what they experienced, what was hard about it. Now you get online communities, and you can go to VMTN forums and ask your questions, and there will be lots of people that will answer answer it. But there's something about that in person meeting, and then we have the spin up of V beers, uh, which is again trying to do that. Right, um, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where it ends up uh, resolving itself too. Is you're going to have V beers in a city, where people can get together and chat and not feel like it's uh, that formal, and then you have V mugs, which are basically 24 by 7, four, uh, 365 a year, uh, polished presentations from vendors and other <laughs> big people. Right. So. Well, I certainly hope not, right? Because I, I, I can see a track for people where. You know, they start out getting comfortable, you know, having a forum to polish those presentation skills to a, a friendly group of people with, a, you know, mutual interest in technology and to, you know, increase that job skill of giving presentations, um, even getting feedback from your peers on, on your presentation skills. And, and that's valuable. Like, like that's a way to really accelerate your career. So, you know, anybody who's in the um, career acceleration, you know, um, mode of thought, should be thinking about that as well and going to that local vmug and then asking hey you know i have this idea for presentation you know is that something that we could you know work on work together and and get going now the other thing you know as we as we kill it killing time in that we're already at 1248 i don't know where that where the hour goes here i think we got a late start so i think we still have some more time here left on the show um which is 
when we were at reInvent, right, you start wondering, I wonder what uh, cloud is going to look like. I wonder what community is going to look like when you're using cloud services for everything. Mm. Right? So as mm. SaaS services become more and more of the mix, what does that mean for community? And what does it mean for vMug, right? Because it's no longer VM user group. It's almost like uh, Amazon user group, except they don't have Amazon. So you're using all these services. Some of them are coming from all these different vendors that you're consuming and maybe you're using Wavefront or you're using cloud health to manage these services. So as v, as VMware transitions from just a packaged software company where we're offering these very specific products that you run in your data center to we're offering products to help you manage workloads on AWS uh, we're offering you workloads on AWS. What does that mean? Do you want to meet more AWS people? Um, what does it mean to have cloud community versus VMware community? Yeah, it's so interesting. And, and I think even beyond that, right, because you're, you're still talking about infrastructure, um, but a lot of, you know, like if you look at Kubernetes, for example, that's a little bit more developer-focused. Um, Wavefront, same thing. You know, you can instrument that right, right into your, your applications as you're building them. And it it's becomes more of a, a, a developer, you know, self-service tool. So are we um, expanding our community beyond just the infrastructure people, you know, into the DevOps and maybe into pure dev as well? Right. right? So, right. Um, you know, we're really expanding the footprint of where we're reaching. And we did, uh, I did have a meeting with uh, the VMUG leadership um, two weeks ago to talk about what we did at AWS with, with the, the code stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, that, that is also one of those talking points, as, as you, you point out, which is as community shifts even into the code conversations, right, where the user model or the use case models for our customers are shifting, right, uh, what do we have to put in place to make that interesting. So uh, I presented to the VMUG leadership, um, which I forget the name of the CEO that work, runs the uh, VMUG right now. The, the new here. CEO? Yeah, the, the one yeah. That, yeah the, I think he's been Brad. there for years. Yeah, Brad, <laughs> Brad, thank you. Right, um, uh, he was there and we chatted about what we did with Raspberry Pis and hmm. the sensors and you know what IoT you know, was for VMware and kind of what that team participation looked like, right? Lightweight code kind of activities or labs that you can learn things um, as opposed to just watching a presentation, right? And so uh, took them through what we did and um, you know, 2,000 people through the reInvent booth, getting us each getting a dollar sensor, uh, having lab tables that you could actually set up and actually engage with and write some code. And we're actually looking at uh, talking to we're we're talking to HOL about moving some of those act, those code activities uh, into formal HOL lab spaces where you bring machines, you do coding, oh, wow. you engineer during uh, during the time that you're in that in that session, so that because learning about you know IOT engineering sensors is a little bit different than again VMware selling packaged software here's the software mouse and click and uh, and you're good to go you've learned our software so right. the engagement and we've talked to and um, uh, Ann Johnson is organizing some code activities at VMUG meetings next year so that is that is one of the goals that we're going to be we're, we're looking at is how do we have things that people can do, meet each other, that's not just a vendor presentation? Yeah, and I hope I'm not, you know, um, being repetitive in, in my point of view, but my experience at, at VMworld 
watching you know the v brown bag stage and the vmware code stage for the past two years the the power of having that peer-to-peer experience was you know just unparalleled in my mind it was just mind-blowing and i think that more people came by especially vmware leadership you know came by and saw that and went wow there's something and I, i think that you know, Amazon came and said, you know, wow, yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's right. amazing what you yeah. have going on there. Right. If we can extend that peer-to-peer um, model into the VMUG model and have that be, you know, maybe even like the the AAA or the minor leagues, you know, version of that where people learn to do that and then come to the big stage at VMworld, you know, to do it at, you know, v Brownbag, you know, maybe that's a that's a good model as well, right? But it was just so powerful to have appear presenting that I I think that we need to um, not lose that. The other thing that, uh, and I see in chat, uh, somebody, Graham mentions that um, the the idea that a VMUG meeting has to have presentations at all, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Like um, somehow we lost that notion that a VMUG meeting could just be somewhere where you get together and meet your friends, right? Or Mm -hmm. the people that are using our products in that, in that area, where you're getting to know them and you could play bingo together, right? Sure. <laughs> you don't have to come and, uh, you know, they, there are church groups that meet, there are different community groups that meet that don't just sit and listen to presentations, right? Well, I uh, think that that's a very... Game clubs where oh, you just goodness, sit and yeah. play games together. So what else could be uh, formatted for those meetings besides just presentations? Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe like a, um, a networking meeting where you know, you are sitting at a table and then that table reformulates like, you know, four times over the course of an hour right. and you get to meet, you know, make sure that you face to face, you know, meeting a group of, you know, four, you know, three or four new people every right. 15 minutes and actually getting to know that, that membership. Okay. I, again, that it'll, it's all predicated on, you know, who's funding that, right? So the more expensive uh, place that you're meeting at and if there's a meal and if there's an open bar, you know, then, you know, then that gets quite expensive and you yeah. need to have a vendor or somebody funding it. And I, and I, 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 we should probably have the Silicon Valley, Rashiv, I think his name is to come in the leader or co-leader of that, mm-hmm. have him come in and talk because uh, I know that they do get, you know, companies to offer their space, right? Sure. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily you have to have a for fee meetup, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And you can actually buy pizza and everybody kicks in $10, right? And then yeah, yeah. you can have something to eat and then meet, eat, meet each other. So I'm curious to see on the off meetings that they, you know, they run four meetings a year. One of them is obviously the user con, but the other three are just meetings for people to get together, what their format looks like these days and whether they've skipped away from just having presentations the whole meeting. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. And I know for the VMware code engagement, we're going to work with, uh, with VMUG and see if we can have some code activities that can scale out. We considered hackathons, but uh, hackathons get a little too long in the yeah. day, right? You mm-hmm. need real time to do that. So maybe some more just small code labs that you can go do uh, and have fun and engage. I like your idea of possibly round tables for subjects. Like we're going to ha- split up into round tables where there's going to be some of the talks about vSAN or, you know, the v- you know you're going to there and talk about who's considering vSAN, how are you doing storage. And so for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, you talk at that time table yeah. around storage options and what yeah. who's doing what then you switch to another table it would be a interesting yeah. all you need is like that. you know three or four right. v experts right right 
Right. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that that's an interesting idea is how to recruit the experts into the VMUG meetings to kind of bring some of that activity there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, would be good or at least VMUG presentations if they've spent time researching a blog. They could actually do that. That would be interesting. Um, so that's my feedback on, uh, on and VMUG. It is at that time of year again where we're, we're trying to plan. Uh, thank you for the people in chat that are actually giving us some feedback on what they've experienced throughout the year um, going to the VMUG meetings. So that's always interesting to see. Uh, I know that the, 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 the VMUG committee, leadership committee, is looking again at you know improving engagement. Uh, and so we will we understand uh, what they're doing and that it's hard and the board of directors there are trying to make improvements. Uh, at the same time, to your point, they have to pay for stuff. Yeah, right? and yeah. There is a, a VMUG, uh, VMUG staff. Um, they have volunteers, but they also have some paid people, which means they need money to run the org. And, uh, and I believe that the company that owns them also needs to turn a profit. Right, so yeah, yeah. they are a, a break even. Yeah, right. they are a profit center, and we haven't gotten into the uh, the sponsor package. I mean, the the different uh, join packages where they have the VMUG Advantage membership. Um, I have seen more and more interesting stuff being plugged into the VMUG Advantage membership. So yeah, more benefits. You know, We'll just do a, a normal plug there. If you haven't gone and looked at the VMUG Advantage, they it's a $200 annual membership, but you get a bunch of eval licenses, uh, one-year eval licenses to a lot of our products. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So don't have that list. 20% uh, discount on training, 20% discount on certification exams. So right there, if you're going through some certs, it's worth getting the VMUG Advantage just to get the discount yeah. on the mm -hmm. on the certification exams. But pay for it pays for itself. Uh, you do get a uh, VMworld $100 off, so you're already $100 off if you, ahead if you come to VMworld. Uh, there's a discount on uh, VMware Lab Connects. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm just reading off the list now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, discounts on certification workshops as well, and uh, extended trials on the cloud services. So you can, when they, they have like a 30-day trial, so when you want to go use VM, uh, VNC yeah. on AWS or VM, VMC on AWS. Automation yeah, services, yeah, cloud you get, health problems. You, they extend your trial, so you get a little bit longer trial Ooh, there. Okay. So the advantage is good. I like that. Um, it's not very VMuggy, but it's a way to fund. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So you give them $200 a year, and you save enough money if you're an active community member that it's, it's worth it. One thing uh, that I'll commit to is in our announcement section, I'll try to start reading the, uh, the calendar of upcoming meetings um, yeah. just so that we yeah. have that. And for anybody who uh, doesn't know, the, uh, the VMUG calendar is available at vmug.com slash capital A attend slash capital C calendar. Um, and it is vmug.com, not vmug.org. vmug.org is the kind of odd site. Virginia yeah. Mac yeah. user group. Yep, it is a Mac user group. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Mac user, I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah, so they do have a, it's on attend in their mm -hmm. tab. It used to be, yeah, you, you got to look a little bit for the calendar, but it's easy to find and uh, we should touch base with with that. And uh, yeah. and then I think we should get some VMUGs to come, uh, sorry, V experts to come, you know, give, give papers and engage there and yeah. do it a call for that. We could also give more points to the experts for 
when you apply if you're engaged in, sure. uh, in VMUG. Um, a lot of people attend VMUGs and they put that on their app, but uh, actually to come engage in some form. Yeah, what if you're a good. leader of a VMUG? Right. What if yeah. you're um, a, well, I know leadership is uh, already a, a yeah, that's, bonus. That's but, a win. But what, yeah. if you've, um, what if you've presented at a VMUG? Right. Right. You know. No, the, we we get people that presented VMUG, and we mm-hmm. encourage VMUG. You know, we we say yes, you get extra points for VMUG pres- sure. present pre- presenting, and a lot of people do and tell us the dates of their when they presented. But um, we haven't really been actively like, hey, here's what you could do, right. and and are there other things that you could? Could you run a, a, a round table at a meeting? Could mm-hmm. you could you attend it and buy beer? So I'm, I even feel bad because I, when when people say t- I attend VMUG regularly, I always go, well, that doesn't count for anything. <laughs> uh, but now that we're having this conversation, maybe it should. Yeah, maybe yeah. it should count if you're going to VMUGs and just mm-hmm. being present, um, especially if we uh, format it to the point where you actually have dialogue as opposed to just sitting watching presentations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when I went to my VMUG user con, I sat and watched presentations. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> and so, and I'm a community guy, and I still I got sucked into just watching presentations. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'd like to I'd like to improve that uh, going forward in 2019. Again, our year starts uh, February 4th for 2019, so all the planning is happening, getting this kicked off. Um, I know that they're having a uh, leadership meeting sometime in February, as well as uh, Worldwide Kickoff is going to be... I first week in March, I think. First week in March in Vegas, right? Yep, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Vegas. So all the sales people are coming together. Um, a lot of good cloud services. So community and cloud we're still wrestling with, right? So it'll be interesting to see what we come up with, Amazon and community, and how we blend those things together, and what is that use case model. So... Uh, yeah. You know, before we end, maybe I will just read off the, the VMUG uh, calendar. Um, if you're in Charlotte, then you've probably already attended the Charlotte VMUG meeting, which ended at 1.40, you know, Charlotte time. Uh, tomorrow, however, the Ireland VMUG meeting, uh, and that looks like an all-day thing, 8 to 5. Tomorrow, also, Southeast Idaho. Oh, wow, my wife is from Southeast Idaho, um, Idaho Falls. Maybe not quite southeast. Uh, New York City VMUG meeting also tomorrow, January 24th, in Providence. And then uh, 25th is Corpus Christi. Um, and I think that's it until our next uh, next podcast. Yeah, there you go. Thanks to everybody in chat. And, uh, yes, you get 100 points for us, uh, uh, doing a presentation at VMUG. So when you're becoming a V expert, if you've presented a VMUG, you're already halfway there. Right. So that's uh, significant. Uh, And then uh, Tony mentions in chat here, uh, anybody got any interesting barbecue? Uh, I don't know. I didn't do any barbecue. It was rainy this week, so my smoker was out of commission. Yeah, I, I should barbecue water because I'm on that fast diet thing, oh, you know, I'm okay. doing the uh, 8-16 fasting, which means you get to drink a lot of water mm. and some tea. Uh, but I don't think I've barbecued anything. But I looked at some barbecue shrimp uh, the other day when I wanted to eat <laughs> and, and wasn't able to. And uh, I would say that I'm I'm because it's a it's a pretty healthy protein. I might I might go I might go do some barbecue shrimp here. Yeah. I'm thinking shrimp or scallop, maybe this weekend. Yeah. Somebody was going to make a comment, but maybe not. Tony, 
Um, yeah, unfortunately, yesterday I did not get a chance to go out and uh, barbecue the Brussels sprouts like you requested on video in a snowstorm. In uh, um, we, you know, it's funny because uh, Tej, who is our blog manager um, uh, on, on the team, uh, we were talking. She goes, oh, my God, I love barbecued uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Really? Yeah, she does the same thing. You cut them in half, you salt them, oil them, and then put them in the broiler mm-hmm. and just black oh, them. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're so good. Right. And they're she awesome. also was, was one of her favorites. So mm, there okay. you go, if you haven't. And they're super healthy. They've got antioxidants and a bunch of things for you. So if you're trying to be healthy, you can do that. Barbecue beets, uh, we sometimes do those, uh, where you take a beet, just go to the grocery store, get a beet, you know, put it some tinfoil oil and uh, wrap it up and you, you, bar- you know, broil it for 45 minutes or put it on the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Beets are pretty healthy for Ooh. you. So there you go. I will have to That's try that one. one. Yeah. I might we'll, tweet we'll out a picture of, of the barbecued uh, 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 Brussels, sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that out. Brussels sprouts, beets, and shrimp. Yeah. All right. Shrimp. We've been going for an hour now, so uh, we are we are at the at the at the end. Uh, this is podcast number four sixty three. We're going to march up. We're going invi- to invite John Troyer to come do the the five hundred when we hit. We should get it by the end of the year. And uh, until we talk again next week, thanks for everybody joining us on chat, and we'll see you again next week. Take care. Thank you.